welcome to Disjointed, where our mission is to bring awareness and a voice to the problems facing the built environment. Today, communication and processes are disjointed across construction, making decisions difficult. Work happens across multiple tools, teams, and timelines without integrating, making it hard to keep everyone connected. Meeting project expectations with current workflows is not only a constant challenge, but too often breeds skepticism between contributors. We believe there's a better way. I'm your host, Jeff Sample, and today I am excited to be joined by Todd Wyant. Todd, it's been an awesome run to watch you start your own show and do your own thing. So uh, I'm really appreciative that you had time to come over and sit down with me today. Yeah, thanks for the invite. I'm excited for this. It's great. Uh, do me a favor and introduce yourselves to those who might not know you. Yeah, so I'm Todd Wyant. My day job, I'm Director of Creative Marketing at Applied Software. And they handle all AEC software and training, custom development, consulting, workflows, uh, in the AC industry and manufacturing, we specialize in on construction and then even more so on the MEP trades as well. Uh, and, and then I get to also be the, the host of the Bridging the Gap podcast, which again, focuses in on construction and, and MEP, really on the, the innovation story that's happening out there and trying to kind of change the narrative and misconception around construction and give voice to just the incredible innovators and, and problem solvers that exist in this industry. I think that's awesome because I, you know, I brought you in here to talk about what, what I'm about to do over here and what we're doing over here at Disjointed, but it was really inspired by, you know, all the things that we've seen done and the conversation, you know, you, you took those innovators, you took those mechanicals, but you went beyond that and really opened up a conversation and, and it's important for the industry to have those, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think one of the, surprising things to me about uh, the the podcasting world and that I wasn't expecting coming in is just the the rawness and the openness that the people came and so you know we thought we would be focused really on the technology aspect of it and we are but we've been able to kind of spin off into all these other really cool conversations that impact technology that you don't necessarily think about it at first glance, like the the soft skills that you have coming in, the the mental health issues, even um, how does that affect your workers? How do you get to know somebody beyond just what they do in their you know nine to five day job? How do you know them as a person? And uh, I think all that aspect of it has been really interesting to go deep into the conversation and, and hopefully to help move the industry along in that the technology hurdle that I think some people see in the industry isn't maybe as big and daunting as as what it appears at, at first blush when you have everybody coming together and rowing in the, the same direction it makes it a lot easier well i i think that's interesting because that that kind of really dovetails into what i wanted to kind of talk to you about so i've i've taken a little bit of time ahead of this to introduce you to what disjointed is but when you hear disjointed building confidence in construction what comes to mind what do you think of yeah, two things jumped out to me. One is a broken process that somewhere along the way something is not uh, jiving well. There, there's some kind of hiccup. Something is is broken in in this workflow. And then the, the second thing, which I think probably dovetails almost directly into the broken process, is uh, a misunderstanding of perspective in construction 
as a general rule, is not great at, at sitting and taking the time to say, hey, what is your perspective on this? Where are you coming from at it? You know, it's, it's very quick to be like, nope, I don't like that. We're not going to do that <laughs> and move on or, you know, ridicule that perspective. But instead of taking the time to, to really sit down and say, okay, I don't agree with what you're saying. How did you get there? What are the perspectives? What are, what are the nuances that you are coming at this with? And then even asking yourself, where am I wrong at this for this person to see it this way and me to not be on that same page? And where can we, where, where are those kind of commonalities that exist between these two seemingly opposing views? Yeah, you bring up a couple of things in there that are unique to the built environment, right? And it's really unique that you have these different stakeholders. You know, that that's something that you probably deal with this when talking about innovation. And I know you do when talking about technology, because, you know, you have this, well, I've got internal technology and I have those hurdles. And then I have sharing technologies or technologies that bring us together. And how do I get over those? So when you think about that, I mean, how, how is that play into, and that disjointedness play into the problems we experience in the built environment? Yeah, I, it's directly impacted. I think <laughs> construction is such a large dysfunctional family in that you have all these different stakeholders, all of them love to trash the other one and blame it on them. And they're like, oh, well, they're the ones that are causing this dysfunction <laughs> and this disjointedness when the real truth is everybody is causing it, you know, and, and some of that is contractually, I, I think it's in large part set up to point the finger at everybody else. And um, so, you know, you have that kind of hurdle in there. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, it's a huge issue in construction because you have these different groups that don't want to necessarily work together, but they're forced to work together and they have different uh, you know, things that they are, when they come to a project, they approach it with a specific thing in mind. And the mechanicals are, are looking at a project very differently than what the GC is. And they're trying to solve different hurdles and, and problems when they come to a job site. I mean, at the end of the day, they're all trying to get the building built, but they're, those lenses are, are really hard to, to pull down and say, all right, what are they trying to accomplish and what am I trying to accomplish? And those are different and that's okay. And I think, you know, there's this fight that you have to be trying to accomplish the exact same thing that I'm trying to accomplish when I'm trying to accomplish it. And that's just a recipe for dysfunction and disaster. Well, you you hit on a couple of things there that are that are really interesting and unique to the built environment is we can have a differing perspective and can have a different need to get something done, but we also have different skills to get those things done. And and as much as the contracts, et cetera, keep us from coming together, you know, where do you see it being the most impactful if it can come together or when it does come together? I know you've had a lot of experiences with that. Yeah. Uh I'm a big believer in coming together as much as you can on the front side of things. I think it, the more you can sit down, take the time to plan it out, get all the expectations out on the table, get the, the timeline on, obviously things will change once the, the reality starts happening. But when you have the time and the plan developed at the beginning of it, it makes it so much easier and so much smoother when those hurdles do arise and when the, the challenges happen and you know something got placed in the wrong part of the, the job site or supply chain shortages are, are happening. It, it makes it easier to adapt on the fly when you already have a base planned out. And I think 
in the built environment, that's an area that we kind of add in our own hurdle in there because we, we don't take the time on the front side to get all the stakeholders in the same room, map it out, lay expectations out on the table, make sure everybody's operating on the same page when they're starting the project. And so they, they get into the actual job and then, you know, everything busts wide open and everybody's trying to scramble and nobody knows where they're actually going. Um, so I'm big believer on the front side, take the time to, to plan it out. Yeah. And that, and that planning and that approach, getting everybody together, I, you know, this is where we've seen it happen a lot where, where you come together, but do you really come out with anything? You know, you have this, this, you go in swords drawn, like you were talking about, which is pretty much how our industry goes to every meeting is everyone brings their weapon of choice, whatever it might be to fight their way out of the meeting with their own perspective. And, and there's none of this, like getting it all out on the table, making a bunch of hard decisions. I mean, I think for me, it comes back to the disjointed nature of making decisions. You know, when you hear that and you get in that room, it's one thing to get in that room and say, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do that. Well, if they're all disjointed, they're not going to work together. So how do we get them and, and where do you see this having an impact if we, if we can get those decisions made early, right? You're, you're right. Things are going to change, but how can we even get that process done? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the thing that popped into my head, this is maybe a, uh, to feel of, of answer for a construction podcast, but <laughs> the, if we can get people liking each other, <laughs> I, I think that that solves a, a lot of stuff. Obviously it's not, people aren't going to be coming together singing Kumbaya, but it, I, I go back. One of the, the things that kind of has crept up a lot on my show is, is getting to know the person behind the employee and meaning it, what are what are they like outside of, of work and building those friendships? I think that that does solve a lot of potential um, areas for disjointedness, because if you don't know who the person is, then you can very easily misread and misinterpret what they're saying. And so when they, they say, here's my expectation, you can go, well, they don't know what to talk about. They're an idiot or you, know, you it's easier to, to rule them out. But if you genuinely like the person, or at least have some sort of respect for them. It's a lot harder to rule them out out of turn. Uh, and so I, I think being able to, it's harder in today's environment with people not being able to really get together in, in person, like what we used to. But I think the more we can kind of work on those, those bonds and, and approach each other with that, that friendship and respectability. I, I think that that does solve a, a lot of uh, potential pitfalls later on. I think you're absolutely right. And, and sitting down, I had a chance to sit down not too long ago with uh, Terry Wong from Excel Construction, and they talked about the alignment process they go through on every project before they ever touch a piece of technology, before they touch the plans, before they touch anything, because ultimately, I wouldn't say it's as touchy-feely as you're talking about where we get to know them as a person. However, Coincidentally, if you're in a room with somebody and you're talking about the alignment and you're talking about what your expectations or what your needs are for a project, you're actually starting to uncover a lot of that. I, I do think it comes back to people and process, right? And, and really getting a connection. So you have an understanding of when they say, hey, I needed that. You don't just discount. You say, oh, well, I know when we aligned on this, 
that was important. And so it's that, you know, there's also this uh, idea of like the kumbaya thing. Everybody has to come in and drop their, you know, their needs or their focus or their perspective and like take some group perspective. That's not going to happen. Right. Everybody in here is running a business of some sort. So they're going to have a perspective. It's going to have a draw. But if we can align and understand that and join those things together um, and align them together, then we got an opportunity to really make a difference. So I really hear you. And I think you're you're right on to it. And there's going to be technology. There's going to be people. There's going to be a lot of these things that that come out, I think, in the conversation. I, I think you're right. I mean, as we move down through this show, that's one of the things we're going to really focus on is bringing out those perspectives, flushing those things out. And in a space where we can really dig into them and you're not arguing with one another, you're really just expressing your perspective so that somebody else can digest it. I mean, how many times you and I get to do this, Todd, and talk on podcasts? It's an interesting seat to sit on this side and digest something someone has to say. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, one of the things that I've learned is in as the, the host of it, you get the best seat in the house because your job is to ask the question and then kind of shut up and get out of the way and, and just listen and really hear what the other person is saying. And I think that's a lesson that the construction industry can learn and hopefully take to heart. And when you ask the question, when you, you say, you know, what are you really trying to get out of this job? Shut up, stop talking and really listen to what the other person is saying, not to give a response back, but just to, to hear and understand what they're saying. And I think a lot of times you're, you're really surprised by that. You know, I go and I ask uh, somebody a question and I think that I know where they're going to go. And then they go in a totally different direction. And it's really a, a eye-opening, mind-blowing experience that I wouldn't have if I was thinking the whole time, how am I going to respond to this? So yeah, I'm a shut up and, and get out of the way. Let, let, let the other person talk. I love that. That's a, the, you know, the old, the old adage of reflective listening, you know, and, and, and in our roles here doing this, we get to, to say these things back and provide clarity. I, I've enjoyed doing that and being on the other side. I like hearing my own voice sometimes, but I also really enjoy, you're right. When someone, you know, goes left, when I thought they were going to go right, as long as I've got my pencil out and I can keep my notes, you know, I try to expect to hear what they're saying. So on that note, I want to give you an opportunity to, to, as you think about disjointed, as I head down this road, where do you think I need to focus? And where do you think we as an industry need to focus the most to try to start solving this problem? Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I think it would be really interesting to have a platform that really starts breaking down the different barriers and, and bringing on a kind of maybe a opposing thoughts or a, what on the surface is opposing stakeholders in to discuss a particular, um, you know, maybe it's a, a hot button or even maybe slightly controversial topic and, and have them kind of have that dialogue and show the example of how you can bring two parties together to not create a disjointed workflow and process but that how you can solve that and have them work together, not necessarily singing kumbaya and, and agreeing on everything, but how do you work out those differences kind of in, in real time? I think that that would be super fascinating. 
Well, we hope that that's what we're actually doing. And you're talking a little bit about cognitive dissonance, which if you've listened to me or, or talked to me recently, you know, it's something I'm fascinated with because it, we really fail to have those difficult conversations and difficult conversations, anything difficult is worth doing. And so here at, at, at Disjointed, that's what we're going to do. So I want to thank you, Todd. Tell everybody where they can you know, connect with you, listen to the podcast, et cetera, before I let you go. Yeah, absolutely. LinkedIn's the best way to connect with me. I'm slightly obsessed and addicted with it. Uh, I'm, I think I'm the only Todd Wyant out there. It's not a super common name. Uh, so find me there. And then the podcast is Bridging the Gap and the website's bridgingthegappod.com. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Disjointed. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our first full season. To learn more about Disjointed or read the show notes, just stop by disjointed.fm. This show is brought to you by Join, the decision-making platform for the built environment. Learn more at join.build.